0: What up, people? It is Friday, February 15th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion Podcast. Hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day yesterday. Um, As I stated on last week's podcast, I'm not a huge fan of Valentine's Day. It's a manufactured holiday, and the men are the ones that get screwed most of the time. Uh, Scrolling through my Facebook timeline yesterday, I see all the females with their roses and gifts and all of that stuff. And I don't recall seeing one of my male friends posting anything about what they received for Valentine's Day. So as always, the dudes get screwed in the end for Valentine's Day. That's why I don't need one day to tell my girlfriend how much I care about her. We do stuff for each other all the time. But even though we had talked about Valentine's Day not being that important to us, I still got her a a pretty nice gift. Um, I thought it was only right that I do that, but again, I do stuff all year round, but I did get her a necklace. Uh, She likes Hershey's Kisses, and it was a necklace with the multicolored Hershey's Kiss charm on the end. Um, She really liked it, and I got a card, some chocolate. And the stuffed dog. And I'm cool with the stuffed dog. But she buy me stuffed animals for everything. It's like a zoo over here. And I told her to stop buying me stuffed animals. Because I don't do anything with them. They just sit on my work desk. uh, Kind of in my way. But hey. That's what we get for Valentine's Day. Uh, but my girl is a sweetheart. Um, we had discussed it. I told her I didn't really want anything. So I'm not tripping about it. But I'm just stating that. Generally, we get screwed. She did give me a really sweet card, too, though. And honestly, I'm more of a card person. So the card meant more to me than anything else she got. Because I can tell she took time to pick out a card that's representative of our relationship. And then I took her and another one of my friends out last night. We went to the movies. Uh, My friend, she's single. And I kind of felt like she needed to be around people. So we let her share Valentine's Day with us last night. So that was cool. Um, on to some of the news that happened this week. Uh, Kareem Hunt, former football player, running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, he was let go mid-season due to a video that surfaced of him in a physical altercation with a female. Um, he was released from the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he was suspended by the NFL. And he just signed with the Cleveland Browns for next season. Uh, And he probably will be facing suspension, I'm assuming, from the NFL. And he's labeled a woman beater. Uh, But when the facts of the case came out, the woman assaulted him first. And she was also called him the N-word on multiple occasions as she was assaulting him. And he was defending himself. Uh, But you don't hear anything about the woman, and with a man defending himself, he's labeled an abuser, and he's almost lost his football career. And now, um, all of the sports commentators, especially the females, when, uh, when this story first happened, you know, they were talking about how he should be banned for life, and he should never be signed by another team, ever. And I just wonder if the shoe is on the other foot. Well, I don't wonder because I already know. If the shoe is on the other foot uh, and the woman was the abuser, uh, how that would react, how people would react to that. Because this guy was released from his football team and he was probably the second best player on the team. He was released and he was defending himself. And it's like, if a man can't defend himself, and first of all, I don't condone hitting women first and foremost. I don't condone that, but I do condone defending yourself and Whoopi Goldberg on the view had a really uh, powerful statement. And basically she was saying, you cannot um, anticipate how someone is going to respond to your actions. So if someone hits you, um, There's a very good possibility this person may hit you back, male or female. Now, again, I don't agree with beating women, but I do agree with defending yourself. So for every action, there's a reaction. You can't tell somebody how they should react to being assaulted. But I just think that there's a huge double standard in some cases. Um, If Kareem Hunt was truly defending himself, he was not the instigator in the In this situation, but his reputation is the one that's tarnished and not hers. And if I'm not mistaken, she was probably arrested as well. Um, I don't know that 100%, but I do know since he's an athlete and he's high profile, he's the one that's labeled and she's not. Um, So I'm glad that he was able to get his job back. Um, I hope that whatever the details of the case is, uh, the truth comes out and she gets what she deserves. Um, So... We'll see what happens with that going forward. Um, Also, the Jesse Smollett case, um, there have been so many different uh, reports coming from media outlets, and I just read something about an hour ago where two Somali men um, were arrested for the assault. Of course, he said that there were two white men that had attacked him in Chicago, leaving the Subway restaurant. And now two men have been arrested. And apparently these two men were extras on Empire uh, at some point. So I've been really hesitant to give a lot of opinion on this because I just always felt like there was something more to the story. I mean, something just did not add up to me with this whole story. So I'm just going to reserve opinion until all the details come out. But something just doesn't sound right about it. And hopefully, um, this was not a fabricated story, which is something that was reported yesterday, that Empire was going to, uh, write his character off the show. And he did this as more of a publicity stunt. Um, I don't know that for a fact, I don't think any of that has been confirmed, but if that's the case, um, to make up a claim such as this using the MAGA hashtag and, um, basically trying to say Trump supporters did this, this was set back any movement or any incidents um, of that kind. It would give people who support Trump uh, the ammunition they need to discredit anything that happens in the future. So I just hope and pray that this was not a fabricated incident and uh, whatever the case may be, I just hope the, the truth comes to light, uh, but it's just a very strange situation And I'm kind of interested to see what's going to unfold from there. And then Kamala Harris, who has announced she's a 2020 presidential candidate for the Democratic Party, Uh, she was on the Breakfast Club earlier this week, where she admitted to smoking weed and actually inhaling uh, when she was in college or grad school. And I kind of hate that she did that because I knew that was going to be the topic of discussion for every media outlet which it ended up being she spoke about a lot of good things in that interview but of course that's the one soundbite that everybody's um submitting and, and using that she says she smoked weed. Um and honestly I don't necessarily have a problem with that with her smoking weed. I mean I've never smoked weed. So and that's just me. I know a lot of people that do and that's them. But, I just feel like that automatically would hurt her her uh candidacy. I think it it was a negative thing to come out and say it um If you support legalizing marijuana that's fine but and of course, I would not want any candidate to lie, so it's good to know. but I just know how people will try to use anything you say against you and make it a negative so and of course, the radio station, the host, they asked her and she was honest. So I appreciate the honesty, but I just know this is going to come up throughout all of the debates um, and it's going to be hard for her to get away from it. So we'll see how that plays out going forward. And I'm pretty sure, especially with the minority candidates, this is going to come up with them. Uh, so I hope they're ready for, for, to answer those questions because it's definitely going to come up. Uh, The next thing I wanted to talk about is Ralph Northam, and he's the Virginia governor who's uh, been criticized for his pictures in blackface from 20 plus years ago. Um, Again, I think we are using selective racism at this point. Uh, Of course, wearing blackface is offensive, but again, we're going back to 20 plus years to try to hold someone accountable for something they did then. And my whole thing is, how are they now? Did they do this yesterday or last week? No. I mean, we've all done stupid stuff when we were young. And I know there are things I did 20, 30 years ago that I would be embarrassed about today. But I'm not the same person today I was 20 or 30 years ago. Um, I was reading through his platform. And he has a lot of good ideas and he's passed a lot of good bills in Virginia, especially to help minorities. And Soto, to bring this up now over something he did, it's like, what is he now? You can't change anything that's already been done in the past. We've all made mistakes, but what is he doing now? What is his character today? And we're still trying to hold people accountable for their character from 20, 30 years ago. And it's just not fair. Uh, Because everybody who's criticized this man and wants him to resign. If we took the stupid things people did or said um, 15, 20 years ago, nobody would have a job. Because we've all done something stupid or said something stupid. But it just wasn't um, memorialized in pictures or we didn't have social media or anything like that. But... If we did that to every single person that has a job, especially jobs um, public service, nobody would have a job because we all have something in our past that we may be embarrassed for today, and we're not the same people today we were then. So I just think we have this selective outrage. And now I saw a post about uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. Um, I think Jimmy Kimmel, a long time ago, I think it said in 1999 he used brown makeup or black makeup and he was portraying carl malone in a skit uh jimmy fallon he portrayed chris rock in a skit and now people are trying to drag them because they said that was using blackface okay to play devil's advocate what about the wayans brothers who did white chicks or martin lawrence who played bob on his show a white character and he used white makeup So we need to keep that same energy and anger towards that, too. Again, I think we just have this selective outrage over stuff. And it's like, let's look at the bigger picture. I mean, to me, my opinion, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. And we have to look at intent behind things as well. So if you want to be mad about Jimmy Kimmel dressing up as Carmelo Malone or Jimmy Fallon dressing up as Chris Rock, you have to keep that same energy and keep that same outrage with Martin Lawrence dressing up as Bob and the Wayans brothers dressing up as the white chicks. They did a whole movie about it, and people were wanting a a sequel to that movie. So just keep that same energy. I think there's so many bigger problems we have instead of something like this because I don't think Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon are racist. I don't think Martin Lawrence or the Wayans brothers are racist either. And again, let's stop holding people accountable for what they did 30 years ago because they're not the same people. Now, with that said, if they did something like kill somebody or were in the KKK or anything like that, and they were still showing those same signs, that's a different story. I mean, hopefully you understand what I'm saying if I'm not articulating it correctly. But I think we just need to... Keep that same energy. We need to hold everybody to the same standards. And we need to understand that 30 years ago was then. The whole climate of everything was different back then. Things you could say and do back then, not acceptable today. We have all have a past. We've all said and done stuff that is stupid and that we may regret today. So just keep that in mind. Again, that's just my opinion. Um, moving on to this week's Rebel Metal Fingers. I have two of those. The first verbal middle finger goes to Ralph Samuel. It's an Indian man who's suing his parents for giving birth to him because he did not give their consent. Or he did not give them his consent to have him. Let me repeat that. There's a man in India, there's an Indian man, who's suing his parents for conceiving him because he did not give consent. I know that's stupid. That's why he gets the verbal middle finger. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's ridiculous. So verbal middle finger to you. And the second verbal middle finger for this week goes to the dude in the White House for declaring a state of emergency over this stupid border wall. And to listen to his press conference was so incoherent and full of lies. um, I couldn't even listen to the whole thing. But his exact words was, I didn't need to do this. So if you didn't need to do this, Why are you declaring a state of emergency? Makes no sense at all. Um, PolitiFact calculated how many lies he said during his short press conference, and the majority of what he said were full of lies. So, uh, dude, just sit down. This border wall is not that serious. Um, He was making statements about how all the drugs come through uh, unsecured areas, and that's not true. I mean, you can just read statistics That show the majority of the drugs coming through ports of entry. I mean, those are facts. And obviously facts just don't matter to this dude or his supporters. So verbal middle finger to you and your supporters who believe your nonsense. That's it for this week. Hope you have a good weekend. Until next time, God bless. Peace.